Welcome to Single Mom MD. We bond together in this community to help single moms, both MDs and DOs, get the support we need when we need it. I'm Dr. Gail Clifford, and I'm here to help my colleagues have an easier time of it than I did. Enjoy the podcast and join us in the Single Mom MD community. Pick up our article, Genius Things to Do on Sunday for a Successful Week at Work, at singlemommd.org backslash mom. Hello, you incredible warriors in white coats and champions of the home front. Welcome to the space where we speak the unspoken and share the journey of motherhood and medicine. Today, we address a chapter in our lives that each of us may face at some point, parenting from afar. My journey into distance parenting began when a prestigious job beckoned me across state lines. Meanwhile, my daughter's roots were deep in the fertile soil of her junior high life stable school, steadfast friends. The decision, I would work a week on, week off, while my father, her grandfather, would be her guardian angel, parenting in place during my absence. It wasn't just about juggling schedules, it was about synchronizing hearts across cities. My father and I became a tag team, him driving from Omaha to Sioux Falls, me from Sioux Falls to Minnesota. We were a family on wheels, with love as our compass. Those daily phone calls became our lifeline. Our good mornings and good nights, our how was your days, they were punctuated by that precious day together when I returned, a day to recharge our emotional batteries and bond. But life as it does, threw us a curveball. My father's medical emergency, he suffered sudden death while driving after shoveling the snow on my driveway, was a tempest that shook our family tree to its core. Communication lines within my birth family frayed and snapped. Yet the foundation I had built with my daughter, the resilience and the coping strategies, became our fortress. And as my daughter grew, technology blossomed alongside her. iPads at lunch tables replaced empty chairs. FaceTime windows opened up to ceremonies and performances I couldn't physically attend. We found ways for me to be there without being there. To participate in life's milestones with the touch of a button. Through this, my daughter continued as a good kid, a term that barely scratches the surface of her strength. She later confessed that her resolve was partly for me, to spare me further heartache. Her maturity and understanding were gifts that I cherish deeply. Our story, woven through the years, is one of triumph, of overcoming, and of learning. It's about the lessons we learned in parenting from afar, lessons that have equipped us with the tools to cherish both quality and quantity time. Skills that apply whether you're miles apart or in the next room. I used this when I was traveling when she was in junior high and when she was off in college, especially when she was overseas. It made a big difference. So to all of you navigating the waters of distance parenting, remember this. Our children don't need us to be omnipresent superheroes. They need us to be there, truly there, in the moments that matter. Emotionally available, engaged, committed to the art of communication. So are you ready for some practical advice on what worked and what didn't for us? Here goes. The Single Mom's Guide to Parenting from Afar. First, choosing the right caregiver. Trust is key. Ensure the person has a proven track record of reliability and responsibility. They should share similar values and parenting philosophies. Second, 
a background check. Perform thorough background checks. Don't skimp on this, including criminal records, driving records, and personal references. Call all of them. Involvement in children's lives. Prefer someone who is already involved in your children's life and have a bond with them, like a close family member or a longtime family friend. Tap them to see if they're available to help when you need to be away. Financial considerations. Discuss and arrange financial aspects up front, including compensation, if applicable. Budgeting for household expenses and emergency funds. Second, the importance of maintaining connection. Make sure you have a regular schedule. Establish regular times for video calls, phone calls, and virtual hangouts to maintain consistency and predictability. And pepper those with the infrequent text, just letting them know that you're thinking about them, that you love them, that you believe in them, that you know they can do a great job. And for special occasions, plan ahead. I make sure to be off duty on her birthday and try and be off for mine as well, but they're two consecutive weeks, so that's a little harder. But if you plan ahead for birthdays, holidays, and special events to make sure you can be virtually or physically present in some capacity, it makes a world of difference. I'll never forget what may be one of the best moments of my parenting life when I had to work in Sioux Falls over Christmas and my daughter was taken by my my dad, her grandfather, to the Omaha Christmas celebrations where I had three sisters and she had six or seven cousins. So the guys decided that I could have Christmas Eve off. One of them would take Christmas morning and the third would take Christmas afternoon. So I drove six hours round trip to spend less than an hour physically with my daughter on Christmas Eve at my sister's house. But the look on her face, how she lit up and ran to me and just grabbed hold and cried when I got there. She was so glad to see me. I will never forget that as long as I live. So do that if you can. Surprise them. But otherwise, be virtually present if you can't be there physically. And then the other thing about maintaining connection is shared activities. Engage activities that can be done together even while you're apart. Whether it's watching a movie at the same time or reading the same book. Or if you like gaming, do do that. It's fine for a short period of time. The next thing to cover is your own exit strategy. You should have a pre-departure meeting. Have a family meeting to discuss your schedules, your expectations, and communicate preferences before you leave. And then make sure everybody knows the emergency plan. Everyone needs to know what to do in case of an emergency, including who to call and where important documents are kept. I made sure my daughter always had an escape ladder, which I know could be you know, really challenging if you have a teen that get, likes to get out. But the important thing was for her to be able to get out in case of a fire and to know which street corner to stand on and, until somebody got there for her. And then the emotional prep. Spend quality time with your children before leaving and reassure them of your love and availability to connect while you're away. Next, let's talk about your re-entry strategy. They've been doing fine without you, so you're going to need to allow some transition time to allow for a period of readjustment upon your return. Re-establish routines gently without overwhelming the children with immediate changes. It's easiest if their caregiver can continue your regular family schedule. And then one-on-one time. If you have more than one child, schedule individual time with each of your children to reconnect and give them space to share their experiences and their feelings. And continue your family rituals. Create small rituals around your return, like a special meal or family activity, to signal to your children that life is back to normal, for that week at least. And then communication essentials. 
open dialogue, encourage open communication, express interest in their daily lives, listen actively to what, their ch what your children share, and for your support network, facilitate a support network for your children, including friends, extended family, and possibly a counselor or therapist if needed, parental presence. Even from afar, be involved in parenting decisions and stay informed about your children's academic, social, and emotional well-being. Some technology tips, tech setup. Ensure both homes are equipped with the necessary technology and internet to facilitate smooth communication. Digital literacy, teach your children and their caregivers how to use the chosen platforms and back. Chosen platforms for communication safely and responsibly. And backup plans. Have backup communication methods in case of technology failure, such as a neighbor or nearby relative who can check in on the children. And I still loved having a landline whenever that was possible. Even a fax machine, as old school as it is, can help you communicate with your kids. Thank you for joining me today. Let's continue to support each other in parenting and profession and in life. Until next time, cherish every moment, near or far, and let the love we have for our children guide us. I'm Dr. Gail Clifford, and I look forward to hearing from you with questions and comments about this and future podcasts. Join the Single Mom MD community by clicking on the link below. We welcome you with regular engagement and personalized attention to your specific questions. When you think of additional topics you'd like covered on this podcast, contact me via social media at Single Mom MD.